Welcome to the Rink of Fire podcast. Tony Scott here with Danny Ryan and Carl in Duluth. How is everybody doing today? Voice is a little gone. Were you screaming and hollering at a game yesterday? Were you cheering for somebody? No, no. Well, maybe. Who I don't are you know. cheering for? I no. St. Thomas didn't even play. That's true. Maybe I wasn't. So you're cheering. sick. I don't say that. So you put me in a car with you for two hours, and you're going to get me sick too. That's, that's not. That's not appropriate. Yeah. I doing this to me two years ago too around this time. Yeah, tried to give me COVID. I, I escaped, but he tried. So does this I'm all healthy the time. As- Healthy as a bird, right? Carl's now. team got blanked yesterday, so you did no cheering, or did you? Um, there was one nice, you know, double packs, uh, stack the pads to save that, uh, <laughs> they lined cheer for saves. This podcast cheered, cheering yeah. for saves, yay! They lined up for the That's national anthem. I, I gave it a big wahoo for that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there were some but, fun shots on goal, too. How many, how many shots on goal did they get against? Why is that a 14, double 14. digits? They got double digits? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Wow. Um, 16 minutes to get one, but. But they, they did get there. a win. They did get a win this week. So they, they're not no Over. longer victoryless. Defeated. Defeated. Oh. Um, all right. Uh, we had a lot of news. Carl, you're going to bring us the news today and maybe a little sponsor read, or maybe I should do sponsor read because I'm sitting inside of the sponsor location right now both are i'm not qualified to do this you are i know it's awesome uh i haven't been here since the referee dinner sure which was an awesome event uh thanks to a lot of donations from outside people we put on a dinner here last april and it was fun uh jimmy carroll helped us with it um and kind of went he did kind of the round the horn and interviewed officials and they they kind of talked about their point of view i've learned a lot i mean not, not that i'm really an official I, I'm technically an official, but I haven't officiated a lot. But uh, just kind of hearing their stories is fantastic to do that and to have it in a great spot like this. You the, know, the setting's amazing. Sam, what is this? What's that? You might want to say their name. You might want to say the name Jack's of where you are. Cafe. We're here ah, right now. And okay. the bar behind us is just a little mini bar compared to the bar Downstairs. on the main level. We're upstairs right now in uh, in our own private suite, and it is sweet, if you know what I'm saying. Well, it's, it's where, where we're at right now is great for banquets. It yeah. truly is. Yeah, if you want to have a banquet in a first-class facility, this would be the spot. So uh, we know we had some Centennial people here last year. We know we had some Lakeville. Sun- oh, yeah, Centennial Bantams were yes, here, I right? Yes, I think it was. So so some people so, have used it. They enjoyed it. Minneapolis comes here. The Gopher Hockey team comes here. Lots of teams use this facility. If you're not good enough for the place that the Gopher Hockey team goes to, <laughs> okay, back off. Yeah, this is fantastic. Pride on Ice comes here. Yeah, it's fantastic. So thank you, Jax, for their sponsor, and uh, looking forward to seeing Billy Kozlak today. News, Carl. A handful of things for us this week. First off, Edina coach Kirk Giles logged his 500th win this past week. All right. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's pretty darn good. If you think about it, Danny was doing the math. That's 20 wins a year. Because he's that's in like no his down 25th years. year yeah. right now, which I think is more impressive. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, he's 25 years at a program – that before he came, had a lot of success. So we'll talk to uh, White Bears head coach coming up. And it's a good it's a good question. How do you jump into a program? That has a lot of success. Yeah. yeah I agree with that. Uh, 
we were joking before we got on the air that, you know, he would have had more wins had he played an easier schedule. <laughs> or, yeah. I mean, I, I, he, think about his schedule. It's grueling. When I set, set up his three games in our tradition event in Prior Lake, he's like, just give me whoever. I want tough opponents. Just make sure they're at night because I have a day job. That's his only <laughs> thing. I'm like, every year I call him, hey, what, do you want to play Prior Lake? They're going to have Alex Bump. And he goes, yeah, let's do it. That'd be great. Like, he, he'll play pretty much anyone except yeah. Eden Prairie, and for obvious reasons, because they play them They already times. have to play them in a tournament that counts as a conference game. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So it's fine. I, I, we we have always have like one or two little provisions that we do when we put that schedule together. And just for the record... If you look at that schedule and you wonder, just think, I put together 20 tournament schedules a year. This is by far the hardest one, and it's only eight teams. Here, Tony. It's very I'll difficult. I'll pat you on the back. Yeah, Good it's, job. No, Good it's job, just not Tony. easy. It's really difficult. So. You made a segment about Kurt Giles about yourself. I, you deserve course, to be patted on the back I do. there. <laughs> of course I do. All right, continue on, Carl. Other news, um, in, the, in the injury front, A.J. Riles, Proctor goalie, who recently committed, um, is out, just recently had surgery, out through the end of December or thereabouts. So looking at some recent Rails results and wondering what's going on, that's probably a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It'll be a great addition when he comes back, too. What else you got? Then uh, one piece of sad news, uh, staff member at All Seasons Arena down in Mankato, Casey McPhillips, longtime you know, fixture of that arena, passed away this past week. Uh, unexpectedly so sad to lose him there there's so many of these fixtures i know you know i was we were at the mac on saturday i'm like oh no that guy no that guy i'm like they just don't change yeah you go to a lot of these rinks it's the same dudes same women whatever at these rinks and then we lost a good one there with casey yes so are we ready to hear carl's rankings are we top 10 i ourselves we rarely get texts on a Saturday night screaming from Carl, writhing in pain, trying to yeah, make rankings. And true. last night was one of those nights. And it just makes my day when I, when Carl is writhing in pain. Because guess what? I get to do it tonight for five different youth <laughs> levels. And the spirit of Duluth <laughs> is crazy right now. And Again, I'm going to be Tony doing the same thing Tony made another thing about himself. About me. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all about me. <laughs> made it about when will you again. learn? When, when, when will I, you learn? Okay, Carl, let's a, get to your rankings. This you know. is a fun bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, starting with double A this week. Number one, guess who? Yeah. yeah Minnetonka. Moving on. Wow. When you're running time, everyone you play, you're, you're number one. Yeah, what's the bet at? Uh, mm-hmm. my, my bet that they will get seven-plus goals in 15 games is currently at three. They didn't go for an extra score seven goals or score seven or more goals. Currently, it's at three out of four. Okay, I'm looking good because you know that there's a free space in that you know Jefferson section quarterfinal game. Yes, there is. That's a free space. Yep. One will be painful. Number two is Wyzetta. Again, surprise. surprise. Who three yeah, is will be to see them yesterday. They're they're for real. Three is interesting. Will be interesting. Three is Rogers. It's not that interesting. I still think that Edina is better. The, I think long term, yes. Yeah. You you have to go on recency here and just Edina's loss last night. Okay. Cougars had a good start. They beat St. Thomas. They flattened everyone else pretty much. So they're doing what they need to week. do. Yep. Yeah. 
Number four, Bill Murray. Oof. Oh, Carl. Carl, your first really bad. Oh, okay. I still think Edina's better than them. Me too, but one team has won all their games, or when they're tied all their games, one has lost. They're undefeated. Let's oh, they're undefeated in a really yeah weird haphazard way. way. All right, five, five, Edina. Okay, had you slid them below that, I would have been like, "You're crazy." Is Tony one of those people who just keeps Alabama at four every week? You know. <laughs> oh, here we go. You know, when you have all the five star <laughs> prospects, don't get me started on that. We were Danny and I were arm wrestling over that yeah, today. That's already, a, that's a different discussion for a different Correct. time. All right, six. Or it gets really gross. Yeah, there's no one by this time of the year, and it's two weeks in. There's a lot of bad resumes. Yeah. No. Yes, I get the one here. Well, the other than one has lost. So, but number six, Creighton. And they lost to overtime. Hermantown. Hermantown. Overtime, right? Uh, no, uh, not no. overtime. Two to one. No. Not overtime. One goal game. According to one source, it was A.J. Francisco. And according to another source, it was Ford Skyder who scored the game winner. Well, uh, more not even on the same line, so that's interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe it was like a tip-in or something. I don't know. Okay. Number seven, Benilde. Where were they, that Yeah, where were what? they? Where were they? Uh, I, think, I think they were the first one off. Oh, so 11 to 7? No, 16 to 7. Oh, 16 yeah. to 7. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a great win for them. Yeah. Just... They look good, mm-hmm. too. Okay. Eight. For eight, Andover. Yeah. I'm waiting for Rosemount any times now because they've had some yeah. good wins yeah. here. I know they were. I, they should make it. They should make it. All right. What do you got? Nine? Sure enough, they're number nine. Yeah. Yep. They've got, they had a great start. Hats off to them. Yeah. And it's exciting. What's that? Two good wins, not one, but two. Yeah. yeah right. Yes. Does it? Yeah. All right. And, and for 10, the team that has lost to the two teams immediately above them, but still sneaks in here is Chan Hassan. Well, them buzzsawing Shock P gets them in. Yeah, I got no problem I, with that. I'm okay with that. No problem with that whatsoever. Okay, good good work, Carl. Except the Dinah. That's the only the only thing I see that Dinah's too low and Hill's Hill is too high. But other than that, I think it's dead on. Yeah. And then poor Creighton doesn't deserve. Sorry, Coach Funk. I they don't deserve to be sixth in the state. The sample size. The sample is crazy. Crazy yeah. low. It's fine. Yeah, it'll get better this week. Yep, I think. I agree. All right, what do we got for Class A from Class A guy? Well, I disagree with this number one, so that's fun. I do, too. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Good. It should I, be Hermantown. Yeah, I saw it this morning, and I'm like, no, Eric Bruce. Did he put wrong. Cathedral? Yes. Uh, no. He's a Cathedral <laughs> Bobo. Yeah, he is a Cathedral. He's a for sure a Cathedral Bobo. Yeah. He is. He is. I mean, this is... But then again, he had Hermantown number one. Number one, or yeah. Well, then stick to your guns. Yeah, stick, stick to, to your, your guns. guns, Eric Bruce. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, I mean, one team tied Thief River Falls. One team tied Hill Murray. I guess that tie over Thief River is just better. 
I guess. Nice. Wow. I guess. <laughs> I had a BB gun. Carl brought his rifle. Yeah, he's really going after <laughs> some scores here. Shots in the game. <laughs> Holy smokes. I saw second line action was out there too much. Wow. wow. So Okay, so number one cathedral. is SCC. Did we see the number one team in the state yesterday? Didn't feel like it. I thought I thought I think they're top three. I think their top three are you know one of the best lines in the state. I think Twinell is is really stepped up his game. You know he's more noticeable. That's a really good team. Um, Okay, Uh, number two is Hermantown, obviously. Then, and then did he East Grand or War Road? Road. What East Grand is three. What based on common (sighs) opponent of Matamidi, maybe. But I thought that War Road, had, Road a, had a great weekend, although they looked terrible in the first period against it, Okay, And the .05 loss to St. Cloud Cathedral, I guess, was less important than the the beatdown or 5-2 yeah. with an empty netter. Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple thoughts. Do we, we, do we talk about that in games in the past? Or yeah. About now? yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I'm just going on record right now. Gary Tweet. This is not my rankings this week. I am a I'm Warroad should be two or three. Just based on the wins. Just this what week. they did this weekend. Yeah. Right? They and pulled no, he's something wrong. out of nothing. He's wrong. There. So, Gary, when I see you in Thiever Falls, you can't kneecap me. You no, just can't. I'm sorry. No, no tweet kneecaps. No kneecaps. <laughs> and I'm giving your wife a lovely tweet jersey as oh, well. Nice. So Okay, so we got East side at three, War Road's at four. Yep. Right? Yep, they are. I haven't studied the schedules. Um, before Friday Night Ice, do they have some more tough opponents? Oh, they got Rapids. Uh, yeah. World's got Rapids. That's, that's a for tough sure. opponent. For East, that. East side's probably got Grand Forks Central on the on Red the River. Red River on the schedule coming up. But All right, so three and four. That's fine. Five. Uh, Matamidi? Yeah. Uh, that's a not confident. Yeah, yeah. I still think that's legit. I think it's legit, but you know, especially Orno's performance. Orno had the strangest week. Yeah, they did in Class A. They beat Northfield. Northfield, which was a oop, eyes pop wide open, kind of pissed one away, for lack of a better term, against Orno and against or World, where they they kind of should have won that game easily. Should they had won. outplayed them the first two periods thoroughly. Yeah, and then um, over time, the Little win. Falls win really didn't do, do much for me, for me either. No, but again, I'm this down. goes back to the whole back to backs, and we'll talk about back to backs. Yeah. Uh, later on in the East, is Orno next? Then they gotta be because they beat Northfield. Yes. Yeah. Orno yeah. six. Yeah. Okay. And then and then I think he put Northfield, even though they they yeah. only beat him four to one for yeah, I thought four it was a to bigger one. score. So that's. That's legit. I think that's a top legit top seven. I'm not okay. A, so three is, four aren't, aren't great. And now I bet he's got Cloquet at eight. Yeah, him and Cloquet. I, I mean, I, talk I, about Bobos. Yeah, that's talk I mean, about Bobos. Is, is Cloquet at eight, Carl? No, it's Thief River. Oh, okay, yeah, I can get behind that. I can get behind Thief River at five. Yeah, I can too. I can get him at five. What yeah. has Thief River ever done to you, Eric? Yeah, I, I mean, that's like going by Rosso. Yeah, but uh, you, if you throw out double yeah. A scores, you know, two. <laughs> well, then, points are still then Hermantown points. doesn't it's have any games. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Hermantown's zero and zero then. Yeah, I, sorry, sorry. 
it's, it's only in QRF that you know yeah. A and AA come from very different okay. levels. Yeah. Fair, right. fair, fair. Yeah, that Rozo score. Ooh, that's a big one, Danny. Yeah. That's a big one. Big talker. Yeah, it is. But we do we do this every right. year though. Do yeah, we, we do. We do okay. it every year. Nine. Um, nine. Nine cloquet. Little Falls? Yes, Cloquet. Okay. Cloquet. Right, okay. 10 has to be Little Falls. No. What? No. Why not? Hibbing? No. Uh, Hibbing's I know. a great week. I know. Uh, but I remember seeing Hibbing, and it's like at 11 or 12 or something like that. Ooh. You don't like it. Monticello? Oh, Northern. No. Yes. Northern. Yeah, that's Northern a lakes. good call. Oh. They're having a good year. That's a good team, too. Yeah. That's a really good team. Okay, I, I good good rankings, good sesh. I I think Little Falls is on the rise. Their stock is going up for me. Yeah, maybe a little bit. The overtime they play a good schedule. They too. beat Alex this week, and yeah, they the, they play a good schedule. Yeah, they do. They play a really good schedule. So I mean, hats off to them. They're they're not. Yeah, Hanowski's it's doing not a good the Hanowski twenty five and zero is like they used to be. Yeah, Hanowski changed his schedule from when he was in high school. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Okay, Tony. Bond will threaten his records. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take away this interview with White Bear Lake head coach Chris Anderson? We're joined today with White Bear coach Chris Anderson in his first campaign. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. I'm glad you're here. I'm and you're you came ready. You came more prepared than I did. Yeah, you didn't do your homework. That's I did for sure. not do my homework, but I'm ready now. Okay. Thank you for uh, the the preview of who you are. I'm ready to. Knock this thing out before we do that. Uh, quick word for our sponsor, Summit Orthopedic. They'll have a award this year called, on YHH called the Summit Service Award. Maybe you got a guy or two on your squad that might want to apply for this award. Uh, someone who's given themselves to the community, given to their team, given to their school. Um, and they'd be interested if they were to win the award, uh, go on a mission trip with the Summit Surgeons to Honduras. So it's a really good opportunity for them to especially if somebody wants to maybe get into the medical field and get an opportunity to see firsthand what uh, a medical team does uh, on site and especially doing it in a foreign country. So thank you to Summit Orthopedic for their sponsorship of our programming, whether it be the high school programming or youth programming all around. Thank you to Summit Orthopedic. If you have an acute injury of any sort, joint pain, bone pain, whatever it is, Summit, check out Summit Orthopedic. All right, let's go. Sleeves are rolled up. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Chris Anderson, you are on the mic here. Let's talk a little bit about your hockey past. Um, how did you get into the game? Good question. I, the neighbor had a rink, and my how dad. How big was it? Like a, it wasn't very big. <laughs> uh, well, the cool thing is the dad was an electrician, so we had good lighting. Yeah. Oh, that's important. Um, the, it I, is important. Yeah. yeah. I pushed the chair around. And picked up the game pretty easily. I had great memories of my dad, you know, and I watching MSN Sports, you know, Minnesota Sports Network and the golfers all the time. So, yeah, just picked it up. He played. Your dad played? Yeah, North so St. Paul. he was pretty excited yeah. that you played. Yeah. 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 And siblings that played? Nope. I'm the youngest of five, everybody else. You know, I had Nobody a couple played? swimmers. Uh, really? Volleyball. No, yeah. Did any of them go on to Division One stardom like yourself? Nope. No, not uh, not Division One stardom per se. Like uh, I got oh, a sister God. who's a genetic counselor. She's wicked smart. Yeah. Um, D one and academics. Academics. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad one. Yeah. So no, uh, I got another sister who's like a I wouldn't say world renowned, but she's a pretty highly renowned pastry chef in the Vale Valley. 
Really? In Colorado, so that's pretty cool, yep. This is good stuff. Yeah. Okay, well, now that we've gotten Okay, now we know where to go eat in Vail. Let, let's yeah. get the other two. You know, we don't want to yeah. leave them out. Um, let's see. Um, my older brother, he, he works for U.S. Bank. I don't know. He I don't know. He doesn't have any, like, big accolades, I could say. Just a couple kids and... You know, Teller lives, of the month lives a great mi- well, uh, Teller life. Of the month. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, he's great. And then uh, uh, my oldest sister um, has two kids in Apple Valley, um, and she's she's a teacher now. So okay, oh cool. Uh, being the youngest of five, like yourself, uh, how were you treated? I wasn't treated very nice until I got <laughs> <laughs> until I became bigger than them. So really, I, are you the biggest? Yeah, I would say like I'm. Yeah, really. My brother might be a little taller than me, but not as. Couldn't take you anymore. Yeah. All right. All okay. right. He would probably I say he it. could. <laughs> I uh, same with me, man. They 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 did not like having another brother. Yeah. Well, he just turned fifty, so. Oh, he's old. Yeah. He's moving slower. Yeah. He's moving slower. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you were the only hockey player. Dad played hockey, so I bet he was just jacked. Did he coach? Nope. No, he owned his own business. He was pretty he was pretty uh busy. Um but no, he played at North St. Paul. Um I don't remember any of the names that he that you know, kind of legendary back then. North yeah. St. Paul, pretty good. I do remember walking into a alumni game one time at Paul Arena and Brett Hedekin, you know, comes walking there. out in his kind of prime and um I was like, Whoa. Yeah, that's prime right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. So that's cool. All right. Um, and then talk about your youth career. Uh, who were some of your teammates? Yeah, we had good coaches, st- yeah. some of that stuff. Because, it's you know, we did talk about the history before we got on the air here, and it's it's very long and so many great players. And you obviously make up part of that history, but talk about who you played with and where you played. I mean, because yeah. we've, had, we've had multiple rinks. We've had multiple coaches. Yep. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, and youth, um, you know, Matt Greer, Casey Pirano, um, you know, I don't know if, you know, Troy Kolova, the Kolovas, uh, Connollys are some of the names you probably may remember. Um, in high school, I'd play with Carter, Tim, yep. Hambly. Um, Justin Brown was a sophomore when I was a senior. Really? Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, we were pr- obviously pretty good back in the day. Um we, uh, you know, we just worked hard and loved to play hockey. So it was. And was your hockey, did you spend more time playing outside hockey or was it just go to the rink kind of hockey? What was, what was the, what was the sport to you? It was both. They, you know, I lived in Vadness at the time. So it was Vadness Community Center. You know, I was up there every chance we can get. Didn't yeah. live too far. It was still a hike if I had to walk. Um, but yeah, it was it was a combination of both. You know, there was a lot more rink ratting going on at North or Venice or um, you know, all the rinks that are available. Um, talk a little bit about your youth coaches. Any of those guys that you remember that really kind of made an impression on you? Yeah, Pat Fulton was one back. I don't even remember what he was a square. He had a huge mustache. So anytime we had outdoor ice, he'd be like throwing the snot rockets. They'd get you know, <laughs> yeah, ice stuff in his mustache. So that guy was legendary. Um, but, you know, a couple guys, Scott Schaefer, um, you know, he's still around with the Bantam team and Scott yep. Ambly. Yep. Um, those two guys are probably the, the two that stick out the most for sure. So those guys coached you. Yeah. So Scott was my Peewee coach, Peewee A coach back then. And then Scott uh, Hambly was the Peewee or Bantam A coach. Oh, that's a 
Yeah, that's a pretty good list there. And then high school, talk about your high school career a little bit. How did it go? What did it? I mean, I know I know that Centennial know. got in your way one of the years, but uh, talk a little bit about that run. Yeah, um, yeah, my sophomore year, you know, Bill Bowders was the head coach back then. Um, so <laughs> his name More legend. Yeah, this, this list keeps going. Yeah, Bill Butters, and then uh, yeah, Tim Hambly, who was a Mr. Hockey finalist that year. We played against Marty Sertage. Um, you know, great, some great rivalries against Roseville back then. Roseville had um, some really good teams yeah. back then too. Mid two thousands was Roseville's prime. Yeah, there's a picture at the Oval of uh, like the national anthem against White Bear and and Roseville, and you know. Unfortunately, you go there now to a game, and it's not like it was back then, a standing room only. But you couldn't hear the whistle. Yeah. Too. It's a great yeah. rink for yeah. high school. When it's, when it's yeah, standing room only, that place was buzzing for sure. Right. Um, yeah, so my sophomore year, yeah, Tim Hamley was the leader. Um, Eric Arneo, he was a Frank Brimzik. Yeah. Um, so a couple of really nice players. Um, you know, we, we lost some more head. I think that game was overtime. Uh, at the state tournament, um, so that was that was the first year that I was at the XL Energy Center too. So right. that was a cool experience. Junior year, Carter was the the leader. Yeah. Um. So then Maddie Greer joined the the program. He was a captain at Duluth. Um. After that, so we had some really good players for sure. We lost. Was it Centennial? I don't remember. If In what it was? Oh four. Oh two. Oh two. Oh two. I think. I think it was Hill. Yeah. Yeah. In the state tournament? No, no in, in sections. Sections, it, it would have been. And we, we kind of spanked them earlier in the year, too, so it was kind of unexpected. But, yeah, surprise. Um, you know, it's hockey. So. I'll look it up. Yeah. You guys keep talking. Last keep high school game. Tell me about that. Um, I think it was a win against uh, Moorhead in the consolation finals. Okay. Captain. Not a bad way to finish. Yeah. No, yeah. Only, you know, three teams end on a win. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, you lost uh, Hill-Murray in the section final 4-1. to one. Yeah. Um, in season, um, looks like you beat them 6-3. to three. Yeah. So, so. classic right. Hill. Yep. Yeah. Comes back. and Comes back strong at the end. Yeah, we were good. I mean, Ryan, Ryan Carter was... He was okay. He was okay. He wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't bad. Yeah. Luke, um, Luke Beaverson. We had a lot of good players, so... Um, what does that mean to you, though, the history? You know, you were part of the history, but now you get to kind of carry the torch forward in, in the history of white bear hockey. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Does, do you feel responsibility for that now? I do, yeah. Do you feel more responsibility now that you're the head coach? Yes. Yep, for sure. And and I kind of, I think, took on some of that responsibility over the last few years, for sure. Um, but it is a historic program, like a you know, I was telling you guys earlier, this is our 97th season as a high school program. So a lot of great players, a great alumni, you know, group that we have, um, you know, the, the school system, everything goes into it, the community for sure. And just, you know, you, you can go to the historical center at White Bear and, and see a ton of, you know, history that all stems from, you know, the hip and um, Frank, you know, and Muscoheen. So, it is important to carry that legacy on and and try to figure out ways to to make sure everybody understands how important it is. And the the school we, you talked about it. They're they re is it a brand new school or so they remodeled the North Campus. Yep. So mo, I mean I think 
at the end of the day, most of it will all be remodeled or new, right. new build out for sure. So you got a really nice school. Obviously, we don't want to get too much into the rink of it, but the history makes it pretty easy to attract kids to come out and try hockey for free or, or come out to hockey. Oh, yeah. Between, you know, this, the new high school is great. Um, the facilities are awesome. There's an indoor field house with, a, you know, indoor track and indoor sand pit. I mean, it's kind of crazy. The, the new weight room is great. Um, and then, obviously, what the association has done at the White Bear Sports Center in partnership with the city um is great i don't know if you guys have been up there I've yet been but there. it's beautiful the bantam locker room is yeah the locker as room good as any locker room for bantams you'll see in the state yeah really for me and working with chad and and tim hamley works for the association as well um is about the player development they have two treadmills there they have two rapid shots they have yeah. you know weight room stick handling you know you name it if you want to develop as an athlete you can just live there and you'd be you'd be way better off than you know, we were back in back in the day. Think about that. From um, we talked a little bit before about Chad Marcourt, but to have a president who's obviously it helps. He's got a son in, in the association, but but that even that aside, he's very dedicated president whose end goal is to get White Bear Lake to the state tournament and win a state championship. Yep. A lot of times you get a president who's more concerned about whether their kid's going to make the B team or the A team or whatever. You know, some of those politics of it where he's like, he's a no politics guy. He's a legend is trying to getting things done for all kids in White Bear, boys and girls. Right. Yeah. So that's a, that's a huge advantage. And then you have the, we've talked a little bit, you know, all the coaches, you know, there's a lineage there from squirts all the way to the high school. Talk about the building of that your role in helping build that and strengthen that. Yeah. Uh, so I work, you know, closely, obviously, with Scott. I know Scott. He's, you know, I've known him for forever, forever, you know, yeah. 30 years. Um, him for sure. Uh, Eric Ordahl, the Bantam, you know, head coach. He's a great, you know, addition over the last couple of years um, to, to have in the program. Younger guy, obviously. Um, great hockey mind you know, holds the kids accountable. Right. I think that's the, you know, the great thing that I remember about Scott Schaefer and Scott Hambly is like, you know, they're not, you know, and there's nothing wrong with player or parent coaches, but at the end of the day, you need, you need somebody that knows how to hold kids accountable. Right. And sometimes, you know, as a parent, you're not going to do it to the level that you might need to do it at a program. Or you can't. Or you can't. And, yeah. um, and those guys have done it over the, you know, little, you know, 30 plus years. And uh, Eric kind of brings that same same mentality, and Steve O'Hearn as well as the PUE, you know, the PUE coach, you know, same mentality. He's he's definitely a no, you know, uh, I don't know, no what nonsense, say. no nonsense. There you go, good kinda, coach, <coughs> kind of really guy. Good yep. coach knows the game really yeah, well for sure. That was my takeaway. He knows knows the game yeah. really really well. Knows his way around. Yeah, and the one thing you know, I've been pressing on with the association, and particularly Chad and Tim and and those guys, is like skating. Um, if you can't skate now, it, you can't yeah, play. And you right. need 20 guys at the end of the day, at the end of the season, that can all skate. Um, yeah. And it it's less about toe drags and stick handling. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, a little bit of I think the problems at the beginning of the year, high school year, is, you know, trying to get rid of bad habits and yeah. summer hockey a little Shake bit. Shake them. Um, but if you have that plus you can't skate, then it's, uh, it's, it's hard. So. Right. Skating's skating's the key. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your college process because you're now, you know, counseling and mentoring kids as they head off to to college or juniors. 
What was your path to St. Cloud State? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I was a stay at home defenseman, so I didn't have a ton of like <laughs> guys after me for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was, I, you know, I was pretty good, I thought. Um, you know, so my dad had gone to St. Cloud. He didn't play hockey at St. Cloud, but had gone there. Um, and Craig Dahl, you know, it was cool. <laughs> There's a couple of angles of this, but Craig Dahl came down to the school. You know, I got taken out of class, and there he is. And this was after, like, model camp in the summer where it was invite only. Yep. Um, and then Elite League had just – that was the first fall of my yeah. senior year was the first start of wow. Elite League. Um, and so I think we were maybe a weekend in and he came down and offered me and I was like, you know, it's an hour away. Um, you know, it has a good business school. That's what I wanted to do. And, um, I was like kind of no brainer for me to just say, yep, let's go. I think, you know, my claim to fame potentially is that out of all, you know, elite league is a great league. It does wonderful things for, for players and it has now for, you know, 20 years is, this is a debate between Borgen, Brent Borgen, and I, who got who got who was the first kid to commit, you know, <laughs> out of elite league. Really? And it was either me or him. It was like the same weekend or something like that. So was this at an elite league weekend where you were got the offer from? No, it was like right after. The, it was like the next Monday or Tuesday. He came to school. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you know that he was coming to school? No, that was the cool thing. Like the so you know you the, just get called out of the one like hall monitor lady that you know you only get taken out if you did something bad, bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know came and got me and you know i knew her like i think you know if any kids listen to this like the best part about high school the make the easiest is just engage with all the administration and staff yeah. and yeah. your teachers and no matter how like bad you think you are at school you'll you'll find a way to have success and yeah. people yeah. are there to help you and you just got to be engaging and that's kind of my mentality in high school and um, yeah, so she came and she was like all stern right away. But then we got in the hallway and she's like, "Yeah, you're fine. Let's go." Really? Yeah. Did she? Uh, when did good. she tell you, or did she let it be a surprise? She let it be a surprise. Oh, and, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's oh, so that's cool really, though. Yeah, that's really good. So, so that's you, a neat memory. Did you play juniors or did you go right to St. Cloud? Yeah, I played juniors. Um, so just a story on resiliency, I guess. I got drafted number one or number two. I think it was number two to Sioux Falls, and they just had got a new coach. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, when super Inc. did the, you know, did the trial camp and, you know, it a, it's a new experience. Like I had never done a junior camp. Right. Um, but I was, you know, I'm not cocky, but I was confident as a player. Um, but they make the team. So then I get a call from Andy Vicari a couple of weeks later and he was like, Hey, we picked you up. And he, he was the assistant coach or one of the assistant coaches for the Danville wings. So really? Danville, Danville. Danville is like an uh, two hours south of Chicago, right yeah, on the. I think it was Illinois. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what league is this? So Danville was in uh, the in the NHL, and then this okay. one season, they started up in the USHL. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So it was it was uh, it became kind of a a group of misfits um, that we all ended up in Danville. Um, you know, I I'm trying to. I'm, it was a lot of like Michigan kids. Um, I'm blanking on some names, but that you might know: Brian Foster, um, Brian Marshall. Um, How long uh, were you there? Are we a full season? Full season, yeah. We ended up actually. I think we lost in our conference finals to Waterloo, and so that would have been uh, what spring of '03. No, spring of '04, and that was uh, Joe Pavelski's 
Waterloo. Yeah, season. So we lost to Joe Pavelski, and they went on to win the USHL Clark Cup. Clark Cup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. And how many seasons in juniors did you have? Just one, yeah. Just one. Okay, Just so one. you played one year junior and yeah. then arrived at St. Cloud. Who were some of the guys that you played with? Yeah, so Joe, you know, I'm trying to think of senior. Dave Ionazzo, um, Mike Doyle, a couple of the seniors back then, uh, Matt Jens. Um, Joe Jensen was a junior. Really? Billy Billy Hangan, you guys love Billy. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Billy Hangan was on the team. My class was Matt Hartman, um, Nate Day, who would have won yep. Mr. Hockey. Yep. Hockey winner from North St. Uh, yep. yep. Um, man, I had a big class. Who, who, oh, and then we had we were a half and half, so we had a half Minnesota guys, half uh, Canadians, so uh, okay. half of more Canadians. And was this were these all Craig's recruits or were these Moss's recruits? No, yeah, these are all Craig's. So, okay. you know, you had Grant Clafton was on that team. Um, trying to think if anybody else. Hammerman. No, not oh. quite. Yep. So that was my freshman year. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Still going up. Sorry. Yep. So then, yeah. So Craig, I had Craig my freshman year, um, and then he left. Bob came in. Um, then you had like Ryan Lash come in, Ammo, Barda. Yeah. Um, Nodal, Andreas Nodal, um, some really good players that came in after that. And what was your guys' success level? Did you guys get a WCHA title in there? Your we never won a title, nope. Um, or postseason? We went to the NCAAs twice, okay. yeah, my my four years, yep. That's um, cool. Yeah, that's a great experience. Uh, we were, I was part of the 8-7 like, the game against the Gophers I don't know, in the final five. Yeah. Uh, that was a semifinal game, I think, so it was, it was a crazy game. Um, but, yeah, we went to the NCAA tournament twice. And you were a stay-at-home D, so that probably didn't look good on you. No, <laughs> yeah. Film room later. High offense, yeah, no. <laughs> Minus five. My, yeah, I guess my, what was it, been my senior year, my claim to fame, we beat Wisconsin in the first round of the playoffs, and, you know, Kyle Turris is on that team. Right. And just, yep. you know, if you're trying to match, like, you know, at the end of the day, my, my whole goal was, like, I didn't want the other team to, you know, the other team's best player to get, you know, on the on the yeah. score sheet, so. Um, just good stick. Keep him. You always knew me. where he was. Yeah, right? always know. Keep yeah, tight yeah. gap. You know, absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. So then, do you move back home after college? Yeah. Um. So I was in a unique situation. I was like working with Reuter to see if, uh, you know, if you know the East Coast League or whatever, go try to grind it out. I probably had a better like pro game. You know, glassing out. Right. Steady. You know, good sticks. Yeah. Um, battle in front type game. Get pucks to the net. But uh, at the time, my dad had this idiopath- idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, so he had, a, like, a lung disease. Um, and so I, I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to retire. <laughs> and then, did you uh, play a year, or did you come – were you done with college you were done? Uh, when I was done with college, I was okay. done, yeah. Right. So, um, Good research I did there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did no research. <laughs> Just like your picks sometimes. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I moved home, which was a blessing. Hey, I picked you. In <clears throat> yeah, the I know picks. I heard. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, I moved home, which was a blessing because you know my dad passed away that December. So I okay. spent all summer and fall and you know the holidays with them, and it was right. good. And it was unexpected, so it was a hard time. But the cool, the cool story there, you know, Tim Sager was my head coach my senior year of high school. Yeah, and uh, he goes up. My dad goes up to the Cub Foods to for Thanksgiving or something like grocery shopping and they're up there doing bagging and, and raising some money. And 
I think they both t- kind of played me because I wasn't thinking about coaching at all or doing anything like that. And um, so my dad comes home. He's like, hey, I saw Coach Shager up at, you know, Cub. He said you should give him a call and come out because I didn't have anything going on. Right. This is two- fall of 2008 and everything's going to. Yeah, hell in a handbasket. Hell in a handbasket, you know. Yes, it was. Um, and so, so then I call him, and he's like, yep, come on. You can, you know, volunteer assistant or whatever. So I started doing that, trying to find a job. Um, and then, you know, the, the story comes up with, with Sags a couple of times. He's like, oh, no, it's my – He's like, oh, your dad said that you were interested in coaching. (laughs) (laughs) So it kind of feels like they both play me, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, a great memory to have of my dad, and he's the one that kind of, I guess, got me into coaching, which is such a dad move, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Total dad (laughs) move. It's cool. I like it. I like it. So you you coached with with Sags for 15 years. Yeah. Um, What were some of the highs and lows in, in his tenure? Yeah, I mean the law has probably got to be the Johnson game. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a it's, legendary game. Yeah, yeah um, it was bad. Yeah, we still kind of reminisce. Probably should have taken a timeout. Uh, right, they but, got on a roll. Yeah, uh, Jay Dickman's still playing hockey too. That's that's a yeah. cool thing. Yeah, yeah, that guy, he had a great year. Yeah, like hats off to him. Right, he was a Mr. Hockey finalist. Yeah, yeah. He's, a good, it. he's a good yeah. player. Um, the high, you know, obviously going to the state tournaments, great. Um, you know, playing at the Coliseum is great. And so the one, you know, the one game where we weren't even expected to win and, you know, I credit the the guys that we had and Brandon Wallen was one of them. Right. Um, well, after we beat Stillwater in overtime, you know, those guys were dialed in and ready. Yeah. I knew we were going to win. Uh, it got a little dicey, but the, the right. overtime win against Hill at the Coliseum, packed house. Legendary. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. one of the – Biggest games in that section's history. So yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's so cool. And those games, obviously, I think you guys have said this before, but section final games are are a thousand times better than a state tournament game. Oh. You know, obviously, for the guys that win a state tournament, you know, probably would say otherwise, too, and I don't blame them. But yeah, but the other these, seven? Yeah, these section games, you know, for anybody that's not part of Minnesota hockey, those are the games to go to. Yeah, the section final is. Section, yeah. uh, section semifinals, section finals. Yeah. Uh, the only thing in the state tournament that compares is Friday night. Yep. Yeah, yeah Fridays but, are cool. Yeah. But then, like, Saturday's almost a letdown in some ways yeah. because it's the last game. Yeah. And there's nothing after it. Yep. Yeah, it becomes a barren straight after, like, oh, now what do we do? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But, um, okay. So, yeah, those are those are probably the two highs and lows. Um when you apply, When you applied for the, the vacant opening... I I don't need to see your PowerPoint, but what was your pitch? What was it? Hey, why why were you the choice? Oh, and nineteen, one in twenty. Yes, <laughs> yeah, no. And to to put that to rest, like our guys walk in the halls of uh, Mariner High School, and I don't know how Edina does it, East West or whatever, but um, you know, that's that's everybody else outside of our program says that we're, you know, but you're di- you're really disrespecting. <laughs> You're really disrespecting Mariner guys and and white you, you know think? kids that went to White Bear in general. So um, I get the Bears haven't. Yeah, yeah. the Bears haven't. But uh, and the Bears were in the first state title uh, cha- uh, like tournament. Yeah, but uh, you know our guys walk in the same hallways as Mariner. Guys. Okay, all right, all right. 
What was your question? What were you asking? I, I think we were talking pitch? about Lincoln Bears. Oh, the pitch. Or something uh, the like pitch, that. yeah. When you're, when you're meeting with the AD yeah. and like, hey, this is why I should be the coach. Yeah, no, I, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like I played at White Bear, you know, I want us, I expect us to win. And, uh, right. you know, we're going to develop kids. Like it's not going to, doesn't happen overnight. You got to develop kids in, in no matter where they're at in their kind of development journey. Um, and so we're focused on player development, you know, from youth on up, um, talked about the skating already. Um, but at the end of the day, like as a high school coach, like you got to make sure every kid has a great experience, um, regardless of their level. And so first and foremost, you know, we're going to have a great experience. We're going to be involved. Um, but we're going to develop kids. We're going to advocate them to get them moved on. And at the end of the day, get them to play the way they need to play at the end of the season to win. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of bad habits, a lot of, you know, you you look at big goals and they're not bar and, you know, toe drag bar down. No, they're, no. they're scrappy, third, they're third simple. Rebound. Yeah, right. they're second, third efforts, um, you know, getting a point shot through, finding a rebound and burying it. You know, that's, that's uh, kind of the mentality. So do you think the Bears uh, teams moving forward will, will take on your personality? Your personality or the way you play? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think... Defensive? Uh, yeah, I hope so. Um, you know, again, like with some bad habits in summer hockey, like defensive defensive uh, mindset. You know, I don't know. I want our guys to get up the rink. But at the same time, like, wh- I don't want to give us odd man rushes up, you know. So, right. sure. yeah, there, there needs to be a little perspective on, like, what wins games at the end of the year, goals on, you know, goals against per game. Uh, things like that where, hey, you know, sometimes you got to live the fight another day and pull the shoot and, and take the rush and look to transition and go back the other way instead of, you know, always being so eager to get up the ice and, you know, one pass beats three guys and now you're now you're in trouble. Right. So I talk a lot about, you know, re, you know we talk about, you know, this is a great thing bringing Trevor and Matt and, and some of these younger guys in that, that have – uh, different experience with different coaches and reloading is a big thing now um, over the last few years it's coming to the game as a as a kind of a buzzword of like you could you know reload hard 25 feet or you can have to reload all back check all the way back all 200 way. feet yeah, yeah, and yeah. so just trying to change guys mentality of you know being a little bit more patient and and working hard in the offensive zone to to maintain puck possession so. right right how did you choose your coaching staff yeah, Wally helped us out last year, and he's high energy. So all these guys are high energy. Um, you know, Matt and Trevor both live in White Bear. They actually uh, – Say their full name for everybody. Uh, Matt Van Voorhees. Well, yeah, so, so Brandon yeah. Wallen uh, helped us out last year. Uh, okay. Great energy, uh, offensive-minded. You know, he, he scored a ton of points. His brother, you know, kind of I think holds the record. He should. Um, he should. I think he has like yeah. 75 points for us one in one season as a junior. Um, so, yeah, Brandon's Brandon's great. Uh, Tim Hambly, you know, Mr. Hockey finalist as a defenseman, uh, played over 700 games in, in across the, the globe, ending in Japan. But most of those games were in the German Elite League. Um, right, German Elite League? Yeah, yeah. Dell. D-E-L. Um, so he's played at Duluth, you know, great, great hockey mind. Um, and he's he's involved with the youth program, so he knows all the guys uh, really well. Um, and then Trevor Olson, he played at Duluth East. Played he's probably on one of the best lines of this century. 
Yeah. I, I, you think yeah, about it, yeah. The take. Jake Randolph, Dom Tomiano. Yeah, we were we were actually Trevor. debating our like power play percentage goal, like what you know where where do we want to be this year? And he's like, well, we were at fifty percent. <laughs> well, it's because <laughs> they had Mears more on D, like that, yeah. and then they played one below the net. Has he ever showed you that? Yeah. How they played it? Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It's my favorite of all time. Yep. He's yeah, he's good. He's great energy. He was out with us this summer too. He's he's great. Um uh the boys love him. Um and then Matt Van Voorhees, he's more like the analytical thinker, but he played under real you know, they both played under really good coaches. All of Montgomery. us you know, all of us have. Um but yeah, Jim Montgomery won a national championship uh with Denver University. Trevor with North Dakota, so he brings kind of that culture mindset and right. you know, the 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 basics like he said at North Dakota every practice they would they're working on you know shooting off the pad and going for a rebound like the simple things that <laughs> win games pad. It works yeah. every time yeah so you know which wasn't a you know foreign concept to us but it's just like you you watch like uh um training camp NHL training camp um YouTube videos and stuff like that like at every level above us, it seems like they're working on the basic fundamentals and the kind of the basic concepts right. to win games. Um, you know, where you know, I think through youth and a little bit, it's just like been sensationalized a little bit on like toe drags and stick handling and right. You know, the things that kind of get you in trouble. Yeah, the, at the end the of the Instagram season. Instagram stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel you know, top to bottom. You know, we have and uh, shouldn't um, leave out the goalie. The goalie coach is probably the most important piece of the puzzle for sure, and Derek Simon, who's been with us for a while. But um, yeah, so Brandon, Brandon, and Tim are White Bear guys, and um, Tim's realtor is Matt. Uh, right. So if you need, <laughs> if you need uh, looking for a good realtor, Matt Van Voorhees, look Especially him up. He's if good. Looking in the White Bear area. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah, And then uh, Matt, you know, Trevor actually reached out to me the day I got the job, so he he's right you know, away, right away. Yeah, he's wow. hungry, ready to get in, and. Um, like I said, he's a great guy, high energy, knows a lot. Um, boys love him. You have a really solid youth program today. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the PBs are good and the, the Bantams are good. Uh, how do you build on that and and, and it, for, for the future, but even for uh, for the program this year? Yeah. Um, obviously, working with, with Eric and Eric Ordall, the Bantam coach, we know Scott. I know Scott um, really well, um, both Scots, Schaefer and Hambly. Um, Steve, I actually played with Steve back in the really? back in the day, too, a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it's just building a camaraderie of, like, what are our, what are we focused on? How do we want to develop kids? And um, and then for me and, and, you know, our guys is being present and being around and uh, – you know, helping out as much as we can. Um, I think I made like three or four Bantam practices um, this fall to just, you know, That's get around cool. the guys and, yeah. um, you know, go to games. And it's fun. You know, you go to, you know, I think I went to the Osseo Maple Grove game and um, Rosemont Bantam game at the White Bear Sports Center like on a Friday night with the kids. And it's like, it's, you know, it's not like a Hermantown or anything like that, but it's it's a fun little community. Um, you know, oh, to go watch building, the Bantams in the fall. That building, so, yeah. the sports center just reeks tradition yeah. and, and community, I think. Yeah. So I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, maybe one last question. This year's team. Yeah, let's hear about it. This year's team, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we're actually kind of young, if you think about it. We lost a lot of great players last year. Yeah. Um, you know, Aiden Welch is in the USHL, Joe Bilal's in Sioux Falls, um, Brady Borg says down in New Mexico. Um so yeah, you know, Grady Gallatin's with the Janesville Jets. We got so we got we lost a lot of high end minute, you know, guys that ate minutes. a lot of yeah. minutes. Um uh, of course Nolan coming coming back from Tri City, which never was a question. He was coming back. Um another thing YHH probably got wrong. Probably yeah. got that wrong too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of speculation there. Um but yeah. I, just based on how well he was doing, it's harder when you're Doing first good. line minutes at Tri City to come back. Yeah, for most. Yep. Not a road, but yeah. for a lot of people, it would be hard. I think uh, Nolan would say, like, you know, not that there's anything wrong with Tri City for sure. He lo- loves the coach. The coach there is great. Layton Layton had a great experience with them too. So it's it's uh, it's a great program. That coach is good. But you know, Nolan's a very confident player. Um, you know, he's confident in his abilities, and I think you know when you have confidence as a player and you know as a family i guess yeah um you can kind of make your own choices a little bit and uh and so you know he's definitely that whole family bleeds orange and black and oh um yeah so it's great to have nolan back as a as a leader well um, and white bear hasn't had a mr hockey finalist since 06 yeah so it's been some time yeah so yeah yeah he'll be there Should yeah be. He, he'll be there i know i know the i know one of the guys i think Marty Miele, he's still yeah, in the yeah, that's, yeah. You got that one right. Yep. Marty and I played at St. Cloud together, so I'll have you to know, give him a hard time. After today, you know two more. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he better be there, that's for sure. Otherwise. Um, yeah, and then and then up front, you know, Jack Stanius is another uh, great player that, you know, had a great elite league. I think he had some adjusting to do at the start of elite league, but once he figured it out, um, I think he ended up with 30-some points in elite league. Um, you know, he's a hard, hard player to play against. He's always on the puck, um, in the offensive zone, um, can shoot the heck out of it. Um, plays really hard. So he's, he's another one to watch out for. I talked about him in our pre- yeah. preview. Yeah. I like this kid's really underrated. Yeah. Really under the radar. From, yeah. From a college coach perspective. Yep. Yeah. People will know who he is yeah. after this season. Yeah. He's, he's good. Great family. Great, great kid off the ice. Um, yeah, he's going to surprise some guys for sure. Um, you know, and then other than that, like Noah Noah Norman, he was our third-line center last year. He, you know, other than that, like we, we're, we're filling it with JV guys or some guys, um, you know, that didn't play as much. Kevin Laska is a really good player. He's probably was one of our best forwards at the end of last year. Um, he's, he's a smaller guy that can skate um, really fast, and so he gets in on pucks and, and makes some nice plays. Um, you know, Dylan Buto is another senior that four that we have who's who can shoot the heck out of the puck as well. So, you know, replacing some of those, you know, guys that ate up a lot of minutes last year, you know, will take some adjustment for the guys that, you know, played J V or, or Bantams last year. Um, but I feel good about where we're at. Would would you say that because you're on the previous staff, you will will you change the schedule at all or will you keep the schedule mostly the same? Um, well, iron sharpens iron. So we, we want to play the best. I think we did a good job this year. We we're playing Rogers. We're playing Eden Prairie. Um, Rosemount, obviously. Yeah, yeah, we play Rosemount, which, you know, if, if you look at it, like it, where we're at right now, you know, actually we first period, we were fine, but they have 10 seniors and, you know, we, they're, they're a better team than people realize. Yeah. They have 10 seniors, well coached. And, um, 
and you know we have some young guys and yeah. a bunch of bantams that are coming up that are playing some minutes so it's like you know you get some grizzly vets in there that start getting under your skin a little yep. bit um you know it, it they can change the game quick and then they start whooping it up because they're they're clawing back and then it's yeah. just like oh boy um so i'm you know obviously we're disappointed in losing but it's, it was a great learning experience and we'd rather do it in you know, late November, early December, then in February for sure. So, but yeah, Rosemont's going to be a reckon, you know, force to reckon with this year. Um, so yeah, Rogers EP, we go up to Grand Rapids. They lost a tough one, putting up 50 shots last night. Right. Um, yeah. To Forest Lakes. And, and, you know, I haven't even gotten to my conference yet, but, um, and we got Hermantown back on the schedule, which is nice. Centennial uh, later on this year. Um, so, I'm probably forgetting, obviously, Hill uh, right before Christmas. You guys are, like, right in the center of all those teams. Yeah. yeah. They're all border of you. Yeah. Like, you, Stillwater, Forest Lake, Centennial, they're all right in your neighborhood. That's, yeah. that's good teams, yeah. and they're right in your backyard, too. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, we got some uh, – every team we play, you know, we, we want to play for sure, but we want to find the best teams. I told Ammo, like, we want to get, you know, more head back on the schedule and – um you know, it's tough because, you know, there's a lot of tradition in the in the schedules that you have. And we had some flexibility with their conference the last few years. But um, but you guys always open with Duluthies. Like, there's that's a tradition that you guys have had for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. a long time. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and then in conference, you think about that, you know, Creighton, Creighton you know, is great. Uh, so, We'll, we'll play them twice. twice. Yeah, Stillwater is up there. You know, Forest Lakes got a new coach. They just won a big game. Like they're gonna be, they're gonna be improved and better. Um, they got a great player who who came back or left and came back last Did he year. Come back? I, I don't know. I gotta I, look it up. He's yeah. he's a good player. I know it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you think of like you know Park. They have a, a bunch of nice players. Um, it's a better league this year than yeah. it's been in the past. Yeah. You know, Moundsview has a few nice players. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, I tell our guys like you can't take a night off, and um, you know your your mind your mindset and how you approach a game has to be you know the same, no matter who you play. Right, which is hard, you know, for a high school kid. Uh, but at the end of the day, like the other locker room, they want to beat you just as bad as you want to win. Yeah, um, and they might have a different mindset, and that's you know come to bite us a few times. Obviously, is it's all all, all mindset and how you approach the game. So. Yeah. So yeah, we our schedule is is tough. Well, thanks for coming on, Chris. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you around the rink um, as this year goes on. Probably see you this week. And we'll break a little bread here at Jazz Cafe. Sounds good. This place is classic, by the way. It's absolute it's vintage. Yeah. Absolute vintage. I'd say if you're looking for a nice holiday lunch to get away or dinner, this is the place to, to bring Unpaid. your sweetheart. Unpaid. 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 Uh, yeah, it's a great place. So I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you. All right. We're here for our games of the past section. This is Danny's time to shine. It's all about Danny here today. Oh, wow. Um, I'm glad to be in part today's the forefront now. Today's section is brought to you by... Voice hold up through... Yeah, yeah, it probably won't. Uh, the Red and Black League. I got to see Red and Black League co-founder Brian Hansen, and Brian was so kind enough over at the Orono rink to let me use his office during the uh, Orono World Game, and uh, it was cool to have a my own little space to set up and uh, chop up pictures and uh, notify everybody what was going on in game. Yep, 
between periods after the game. Uh, I thought it was a good game and such a good time to we'll always talk see about Brian. that game. But talk about the Red Black League. What are they? Uh, Red Black League is the premier off season hockey league for no check. Uh, any types of players who are looking for a game, uh, looking for a group. If you have like a group of two or three guys from a team, join the league. You'll, you'll, he'll put you guys together. Uh, or if you want to go solo or you can put together an entire team, whatever it looks like, you can join a red-black league and get some good games both in the spring and the fall. Check out redblackleagues.com. Thank you, Brian, for all your support uh, with us and working with us over the last Seven or eight years it's been, uh, it's been since a while. Been a sponsor on our website. So thank you, Brian, for that. Danny, take it away. Okay, so I, I, I will say there is a lot of games this week. We thought it would be, and there are. Um, and I, I was telling Tony earlier today, I feel like the pace car got set in some sections, if that makes sense. Yep. So we kind of see what the baseline is in a lot of areas. So I'm going to start with one, Buffalo 6, Elk River 2. Ooh. Yeah. That's eek. a that's an eek if you're Elk River. Yeah, and Delano beat Buffalo, too. Yeah, that's so later. That tells you later, that's, you know, yeah. how the transitive property works there. Yes. Right. Um, Cloquet 4, Hibbing 3. Yeah. Good win for Cloquet in Section 7A. Yep. Um, Chanhassen 6, Shakopee 1. That's another... Big time transitive. Yeah, it really I mean, is. If Chan beats Shakopee six one and Shakopee beats Holy Angels, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You start to paint a picture now. Yeah, 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 for sure. I I was at this one. I would say that Shakopee hit reality, and Chan came closer to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yep. the best explanation for that. Right. Um. Grand Rapids two, Duluth East one overtime. Duluth I can East hit reality too. Yeah, at that point, it's like that. This was their year, right, Carl? This is this is kind of their year. Yeah, looking at the immediate future, this is the year they need to get things done. But when the defense is being completely rebuilt and really struggling to break out again and again, yeah, it's a struggle. Um, and I guess this was Carter Casey's first win as a high school goaltender. How did he look? Mm-hmm. He looked great. He had a very good game. That's good pads, too. I'm wondering how they're going to figure this goalie thing out in Grand Rapids. I, what I've heard, they have three really good goalies. So yeah, that's actually stinks. a good problem, right? Yeah, it's a great problem. Great problem for the coach. But uh, at some point, you kind of want to have a guy you ride, right? Well, they've had this problem before with Gabe Holum oh, and yes, Zach State School. You yeah. know, and those were two very good goaltenders, a horse apiece. Correct. At the high school level, at least. Correct. Too. And Holum played at Concordia, I want to say. I don't know if he did or not. I, know he went to, I think he was leaning to go to school there. But I, I thought so, know. too. I would. This is without looking at elite Correct. prospects. Correct. Um, Lakeville North 5, Rochester Mayo 1. Ooh. Tells you a lot about how far away the Rochesters are. It tells you how oh, far. I think away. Century is much better of the two this year. That's but yeah. true, but but it also tells us how far away one double A is from everybody. Earth, Earth, Earth. Yeah. Like they're out of they're, this galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Away. They're they're about to be considered not a planet. <laughs> type yeah, of Pluto uh, distinction. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a a take. I take a take here on this. 
You know, when I was in the early 80s, uh, Minneapolis Conference was moved. They moved Kennedy and Jefferson in to the section. Sure. And there was never a Minneapolis team again that played in a real tournament until two years ago. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, Minneapolis, Roosevelt or something, Tier 2 or whatever. But, like, legitimately a state tournament team. When are we going to make – when are they going to decide that this – this needs to, to be co-opted. It's got. It's got. They they have to change one double A. Yeah, they have to have to change Move it. a Rosemount or anything Lake south or of the river. Just should be. Yeah. Just dump them down in one double A. I agree. They just have to. Sorry. It just a competitive advantage is lost. Yeah, but it it does provide a safe haven. That's what it really has turned into. Lakeville North and Lakeville South have turned into safe havens. For other kids from the south of the metro to transfer to, so they because they know they have a fifty percent chance of going to the state tournament. Yeah, literally roll a dice and it's fifty percent chance you're either going to state if you go to north or south. Am I wrong? Well, think about Rose- look at the math. Think about Rosemont usually, this year, and, and they're almost never good at the same time, right? We've talked about this in the yeah. past, so like you can usually figure out ah, this is south's year, this is yeah. north's year. Yeah, yeah, yep. Get an apartment. Yeah, move, it move a couple all miles. the time, all the time. So. All right, let's move on. Prior Lake 4, Centennial 4, overtime. Oh, it was a tie. It was a I tie. they won that game. All right, we'll have tie. Centennial's Harper Searles on later in the show to do an interview and picks. St. Cloud Cathedral 4, Providence 3. Providence is a, a lurker because they have Louis Wayman. Yeah, what was Coach Stocker was saying? 0-4. They're 0-4, but they've played some tough teams. Yeah, they have. They've played some tough teams. When you have a midterm scouting report guy, though, and you're a Class A team, it's a you can make seven nothing to Rockridge. That's a double A school. That's a double A school. I I thought what Robbie said about Louis Wayman was Robbie Stocker of Cathedral. I I literally thought he was describing Mario Lemieux. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Is he talking about Mario Lemieux right now? He's big. He's got great hands. He got loose. He was trouble. I mean, he he just went on and on and on and on about how great he was. And I love hearing that. Yeah. And, and I, I, it's not just you and I. Yes. Hyping up players. It was fun to hear him talk so glowingly about Louis. And it's fun to see he's a player we need to probably get on our show and yeah. probably go see a couple times this year. Probably. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a Mister Hockey candidate. Yep. You know, he's uh, definitely on the radar. Radar sure. player. No question about that. East Grand Forks 4, Detroit Lakes 1. So, And this was at DL, so it kind of paints where DL is right now. I would say they're a solid 4. Other than three and a half hours from the Twin Cities, I'm not exactly sure where they are. I've, <laughs> they got I, a Zorbas. I haven't learned a lot. I have not learned a lot. They've probably got a couple Zorbas there <laughs> on each lake in yeah. Detroit Lakes. Um, I don't know where they are. i, I got to figure that one out still. Um, Little Falls, three, Alexandria, one. It's a good win for Little Falls. Yeah, it's not a section win like it used it's to not be. Like it's it still used a good to be. win, though. Still a good win. And for me, it shows me where section 6, six is. is. Yes, yeah. Northern is definitely uh, the prohibitive yeah. favorite right now. But yeah. it's also December 3rd. Orono, four, Northfield, one. That was Probably the most surprising score, yeah. I saw besides the Eastview yeah, Thomas the, game that we'll get to. It's a very surprising score. Um, it's a score that shows Orno's confident, and they want us to know that they're there. You and Jazzy saw 
Northfield and came back with raving reviews. Yeah, so I, I like them. I figured that they were going to be better than Orono, and, and obviously. And you and I both saw Orono too. They're good. They're good. They're really good. They're really good. Um, Rosso seven, Thief River Falls this is zero. One. This is another one right here. Let's just roll up our sleeves. God, I just so want to buy the risky stock that is Rosso. <laughs> Don't buy it. Don't buy it. They are the Prior Lake. They are our new Prior Lake. Wow. They are. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, that hurts. That hits deep. I know there's not a casino, but there's a legion. We're going to start calling legion. them the legion. The legion. The, the legion, legion of, of bust. Yeah. The legion They're of They're the bust. legion. They're the legion. I don't call them Rozo anymore. You're now the legion until you make it to state. And this is the year. Yeah. I mean, these guys at Peewee's made it to state. They would have made it at Bantams had Ernest not gone up, up yeah. to, to high school. They would have gone as Bantams, too. That's a good crew. Um, and start, like, it's right there for them. But, okay, you remember how we used to go after Prior Lake and call Casino, right? Yes. How many times do we get excited in the podcast era, just the last eight years? We get know. excited. They'll beat Moorhead earlier in the year. It's like that Vince McMahon yeah, like, Vince McMahon. Ugh. No, no, I can't. No. I can't. Talk I'm about just it. so tired of watching them I flail away, and in the second half of the year, and lose in at the Sanford Center or yeah. Thief River Falls or somewhere. I want this. We want it probably worse than they do. Yeah, I think that's true. We want it worse than they do. So Rose, you for just have now, to want it as much as we do. For now, the <laughs> the Legion is is cresting right now. Again, I, I would call them cresting. Again, uh, Rosso, you have to want it as much as Tony wants you. Yes. So you it's do. about Tony. It's about here. me, for sure. Um, Thursday, uh, good set of games. Rogers six, Moorhead two. Good win for Rogers. Four goals by Cole Bumgarner. Bummy. Yeah, he went off. Bummy being bummy. Yes, he did. Um, Grand Rapids three, Duluth Marshall two. What's going on what at seven double Carl, please help Just me wait. here. Just wait till Saturday. What's on Saturday? Did you get the Grand Rapids score from Saturday? Uh well that's not worth noting when you lose by a touchdown. <laughs> Who did lose? Grand to? Rapids. Oh, Grand Rapids. Oh. Yes, I got through that Grand Rapids. I thought you were talking about East. Oh no, no. No, no. Rapids, yes, I have that Rapids. All right, score. we're coming. We're, we're coming. coming. We're coming. All right. Okay, um, Hill Murray 4, Eden Prairie 3, overtime. The Cardiac Cats that are ill right now. Yeah. Did this twice. Did that? Yeah, they did it twice. Is that What does that tell us about Hill Murray? That they're just so talented that they just can cruise for two periods and then just overdrive yeah, it? They just show up when it matters, you know. I don't know. I got to see. I got to put eyes on these guys. And they're the pioneers. Why did you call them cats? Well, the I don't know. <laughs> I went for alliteration. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah, Carl's looking for an alliteration, and he's not finding it. Uh, what's pioneers? What's a good P word? Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay, Lakeville South 5, Champlain Park 1. It's nothing. Nothing. Okay. I I. Fast forward through this part of the show. Okay. Eastview 4, um, St. Thomas Academy not, 1. This game is talkable. It's talkable. Yeah. Let's what talk about this. Okay. You were there. I was there. Tell me what happened. Um, I. You look at Eastview, 
they're a pretty good team. Okay. Zach well coached. We know they're well yeah, coached. Very they got well a D1 coached. D one guy. Yeah, Zach Wooten. Good yeah. player. Um, their goaltender played extremely well, but I would say St. Thomas went perimeter more than inside. And that's usually part of Rand's game is yeah. to get dirty, right? And um, mm-hmm. I would say St. Thomas doesn't have the man. They don't have the Tommy Cronin this year. They don't have the guy to put it away. Yeah, I think you're stealing my take from yesterday, but I've, yeah, stole, I, I've stolen yours true. before, too. That's true. <laughs> so, that's, that's your what take. What was the one I stole from you last year? It was really good. Just yeah. robbed it from you. Okay. That's my they're, take. They're all your takes. They're all no. they're all Tony's That was takes. yours. I did. I I, yes. I stole it from you. Um, it was so good, though. But, yeah, I, um, I, I think St. Thomas' upside is higher right now because they're young, but they still – Need to keep going. This happened last year too, didn't they? Didn't Eastview beat them last year? Mm, I don't know. The past two years, I don't know if it was last like they, year. I feel like they did. They beat them in the section final. Well, oh, that was two years ago. But I think they beat them again, and then we were riding high that Eastview might have be the number one seed. And then, yeah. and then they didn't have a very good South Suburban, yeah, campaign. Some, something about that, right? Okay. But either way, if you're St. Thomas, you're a top ten team in everybody's polls not anymore not anymore and you're losing to eastview this is that's an embarrassing loss yeah said by a sta grad yeah but i hats off to eastview they really they might have been out shot but the scoring chances were in their favor right um minnetonka seven stillwater nothing moving on Rosemount five, White Bear Lake two. This is a good score. Too. That's that's a good score. That's a really good score. I uh, mean, had Rosemount not been in the top ten, this would have been heresy. Yeah, for, this is for the start that they've had. They and, they have been on one. And I had a feeling back in Pee Wee's that this Rosemount crew would be good. Yeah, because again. I, this is going to be kind of a slam, sound like a slam on them. There's a lot of really good hockey players in that 10th and 11th grade crew. Yeah. But not so good that they were like flight risks or yeah, NTDP yeah, yeah. risks. So they they had that really good, and they were deep. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that they've done really, really well at this point. And I think they actually be just as good next year or better. I agree. Uh, you got two kids in their Bantam team that are lights out. So, and they're doing their bands are doing well, so I, I think the future is very bright for the Irish. Holy Angels, four mm. Spring Lake Park three, and this was a late goal, wasn't it? I have no idea. Either way, yeah, Spring Lake Park, Spring Lake Park. Yeah. They did something else this week too. I got that as well. Oh, it's here. I I don't you, know. Do you want me to fast forward, or do you keep want, going? Keep, keep going. going. Friday. We had a good string of Class A games here. Hermantown 2, Creighton 1. Yes. Good win for Hermantown. Yep. Da- by someone. Yeah. Scored by somebody. But I, I think the takeaway here is Dane Callaway is the real deal still. And I think he could be the difference in when you're talking about the top five teams. He's the difference maker right now. Yeah. He, he's the best goaltender of the top five. Correct. Which remember that once we get to the final four, yes, yeah. they'll be there. Yeah, they should I mean, be. They're not going to lose in the section final. They're not going to lose in the first round of state. So <laughs> just put them right there on Friday. Um, 
East Grand. Am I wrong? Is anybody going to no. dispute that statement? All right. No. East Grand Forks 5, Monomedi 2. Good win. Very good win. They were behind 2-1. Yeah, and came back in this one. And then War Road 6, Orono 2. Really a tale of two games there. One of the most deceiving scorers you will ever see. It didn't feel like that. They scored three goals in two minutes and three seconds, Carl. It was seven seconds. Two, two minutes and seven, seven seconds. seconds. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, it, was, it was important. That's really important <laughs> detail. Um, Get those seconds right. Yeah. Oh, uh, regardless of how many seconds or minutes, it, at that point, the game just was over. Yeah, Big Mo moved in oh. to War Road. Yeah, and they over. were they went from down two one to laughing in the middle of this third period. Yeah, they were laughing. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy how what turned. Yeah, I, and what a weekend for them. I mean, what a fun yeah. weekend for those kids. Seriously, that you was know? a good road trip for them. Yeah. Um. Okay, Saturday games: Orono four, Little Falls three, overtime. Yep. Is that, I I just yeah. don't know what this one. Feels like you know after two really big games earlier in the week, that's kind of the trap game, and they escaped with a win. And what a tough week for Sean or, Fish score oh, schedule wise! No. Holy smokes! Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I'll give him a pass on the on the four threeness of that score. Yeah, just like I give Eastside a little bit of a pass on the Cathedral game, twelve hours after playing Montemite or whatever that is. Um, Delano two, Buffalo one. That's what makes me scratch about Elk River right now. Yeah. This is not the days of 2A that we're used to. No. There's a lot of good teams, but there's not one that team that will be playing on Friday. No. Orno has a shot, but it's, yeah. it's not a contest. I still don't think that they're a shoe-in to get past Delano. Yeah. Um, Force Lake three, Grand Rapids two, overtime. This there it is. is. This is the other shocker of the week. That's a great win for Coach Eckman, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's his first win, isn't it? It could be. I think it was his first win. Yeah, I don't know how many games they've played. It could have been their second game or whatever. But that definitely throws. That's the old Eastridge, Eastridge throwing a wrench into three double A. Force Lake just threw a wrench, hard wrench. Famous Force Lake Cup game. Yeah, but this is a different Forest Lake. This is different. I mean, this this coach is real. I I brought him on a podcast for a reason. Yeah. This guy's for real. He takes it super seriously. So now with this win, Forest Lake is the number two seed in this section. Dude, it's December third. Let's not. I try like that it out. though. That's that's, and I'm not dismissing that they could be the second seed. But it's just I just think it's way too early. Yeah, let me live the dream that I want to live. Okay, that's okay. fine. Okay, thank you. Being done Tuesday, we'll learn more. Um, St. Cloud Cathedral five, East Grand Forks two, uh, Joey Gillespie three. Yeah, <laughs> and that was the difference. Well, I mean, one of those the, the best play I've seen this week was the pass from Dwinell to Gillespie. Gillespie. I, I'm not sure if he hit it out of the air, but it was a perfect sauce pass. Uh, propelled him in for the goal. It kind of just changed the game. Yeah. I thought. This top line is special, and then their two top D of Gephardt and Sturm are very good as and well. And they're completely different hockey players, too. Yeah, yeah, I said I on the broadcast uh-huh. that yesterday that uh, Sturm reminds me a little bit of Owen Gallatin, just kind of a, or a Eric Comstock yeah. type, where they, they're small, but 
man, they could just take control of the game. And IQ is out of this world. Type yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, he's fun to watch. Yeah, this Cathedral team is fun to watch. I'm not sold on them being number one, but I am sold that they're really good. I'm okay with them being number one, but sure. I, I just think sure. mathematically, Hermantown's weekend was really impressive. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Hibbing four, Mankato East two. Yeah, those are the teams that kind of the next level. Yeah, and so for me, this shows. You know, Mankato East right now with Laverne front runners in 3A, so it kind of yeah. shows you where 3A is. Yes. Um, oh, Wysetta 6, Duluth East 0. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Duluth Marshall 3, Breck 3 overtime. Oh. <laughs> All right? Oh. What was that? Say that again. Duluth Marshall 3, Breck 3, overtime. First of all, you shouldn't read a score like that, but now that you're reading it, there's a lot to dwell on there. Yeah, right? There's a lot to dwell With on With the Grand Rapids score, it yes. makes you really scratch your head. Yeah, but maybe Breck's got something there. I mean, they got, I know they, they got don't. a great coach. I know they got a great oh, coach. But, yeah, it's intru- that one's just like, what? We should get Coach Maley on this show. We could. Oh. Yeah, we could. He will light it up. Yeah. He'd have clips and quips, and <laughs> he'd have it all for us. Okay. Um, Hermantown 3, Hill-Murray 3, overtime. The pervasive pioneers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we got to come up with a better I, I, I'm still coming up with. Assistant pioneers. <laughs> persuasive, maybe. Persuasive. They're very persuasive at yeah. the end of the game. So I'm um, still coming up with nicknames. Look at, look at the little wordsmith over there. He's yeah, just, he's, he's I can going. see a little gerbil. Yeah, it's just it's If I have a gerbil, what is he, like a wildcat or something yeah. up there? Like, it's got a lot more power to it. Mine's my the hamster like, that's, <laughs> you know. My guy just like the hamster. This is like a panther. Yeah. This is like a panther. I'm <sighs> the diabetic hamster over here. <laughs> <laughs> Lethargic. Mine's like got... Uh, is like on steroids. Oh, okay. I have a it's really strong hamster. Yeah. I I have the sugar water guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, keep going. Did but you, did you come up with one yet? No, Mister Wordsmith. No. I prefer the written, written word. Okay. Um. So, um, War Road Seven, Matamidi Six, overtime. This was. Insane. I got a coach from a good friend in Warroad after that game. You got a coach from a good friend? I'm sorry, did I say coach? I got a text from a coach from that game. I know a lot of the coaches over at Warroad. He says, how was the East Grand game? I go, not as good as yours. I mean, ours was a good game, but yours was a one for the ages. He goes, he says, my ticker isn't, can't handle many more games like that. Yeah, no kidding. Ticker. I like that word, ticker. Ryan Lund with the overtime game winner, I'm pretty sure. What a nice kid. I love Lundy. Oh, what a nice kid. We met, uh, we interviewed uh, Coach Hardwick and Ryan Lund and Carson Pilgrim yesterday as part of Friday Night Ice. And it was fun to get to know Ryan. He was, he was a nice kid. Yeah. A lot lot of good things to say about him. Um, Minnetonka six, Eastview zero. Good work, yeah, Eastview. That hurt your bet. It hurt my bet. Hurt the bet. Uh, hurt the All bet. Right. Um, Saint, Spring Lake Park 
five, Champlin Park five overtime. Yeah. Uh, again, this kind of kind of sets the, what the pace is. But yeah. Spring Lake Park, I like it. Centennial. We've mentioned Spring Lake Park twice in our podcast now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Now the fir- one and two. Yeah. I don't think we've mentioned them prior, except for this the. Uh, Section preview show. Three, yeah. We have the a, only time. We have a good Spring Lake Park jersey, but. Yes, we do. Not shown behind us because we're at Jack's today. Right. Um, Centennial 7, Tortino Grace 2. Mm. That'll good be bounce. That'll back. be interesting uh, brunch topic today with Harper Searles, beat his dad's former school, Jake Searles. There we go. Uh, Maple Grove 4, Stillwater 2. Hmm. Back two, they were they were down. Mm, so that's a good score. I did not know that yeah. one. Yeah, that one's. Uh, we'll be circling back on that one. I think eventually. Eventually, yeah. Um, and then Benilde three, Edina one, which I yeah. was there. And it prompted angry texts for me last angry night. Angry texts. Yes. Angry texts. Yeah, that would definitely include a couple of angry texts. It sure. looked exactly like every Benilde Dyna game you've ever gone to, though. Just yeah, madhouse ejections. Brain How was box. the crowd at yeah. Braemar? Great. It was great. Yeah, it was really good. Really? Yeah. yeah Robin's first night too on the. How did he do? Did he mess up? No, he did good. He, he did. Was very, Brad with him? Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah, so they were very busy, as you can imagine. Yeah, in the penalty box. Yeah, and so minor penalties been assessed to number game ejections been assessed. Was there game ejections? Yes, there was Multiple? one game. One game. One ejection. game ejection. Okay, yes. I know who it was. I don't. That person's name shouldn't be read on the show. <laughs> go to the hub. Go to the hub. Go to the hub. Go to the hub. Is there a family connection that we need yes. to be worried about? Okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, but Edina. So Mason West was playing on the top no line. No way. Top line. So he, impressive. Yeah. Um, Bertram was in net. This was his second game in net. Okay. Okay. Um, Mac Cowan was out. What? Bobby Cowan was out, though. Bobby Cowan, I believe, was out. Not that Bobby Cowan's going to be, you know, a complete. He could be. He could be, but he scored w- a couple goals a game in the state tournament. Yeah. But uh, Mason McElroy played very well. Um, and I, I would say, for the most part, Benilde's game stood out more than Edina's game. Who on Benilde stood out to you? Um, Mason Miner. Okay, on I, the blue line. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Who's up front? Who's scoring? Well, it was probably a Mason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think of some other ones. Miner's game really stands out to me okay. a lot. So you just saw one player then? Yeah, that's okay. that's right. Can I, I haven't seen him, so I can't. a lot of attention at this game. So yeah, I, yeah. Need I go on, Tony? I... Need I go on? No, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, Who scored? Did Mason Miner have all three goals? No. <laughs> Here we go. A box score read coming what? from Danny Ryan. Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah. Koski actually stood yes. out, too. Yes. Caleb? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And he scored two? He scored one. Stegner scored one, and Norris scored the other. Okay, good. It's a good team. It is a good team. A I'm glad that they're they're outperforming their expectations. And, it's and usually I, been the other way around. Yeah, this We've was, lowered the bar for Benilde where they can actually get over it now. My stance on Benilde, though, right now is this is a rivalry game. You just saw Auburn versus Alabama, yep, right? I agree. They're going to play up for Alabama. Okay, if they're I, Auburn in I this agree. scenario. 
So mm-hmm. let me see what this they LSU can. LSU Dinos, Alabama. So yes, we have already. So then, like, where where do they play against? You know, Tennessee. Yeah. You know, where do they play against a good team that isn't a rivalry game? That's I what I want to see. So. So I'm assuming that's the last of the games. That is the last of the games. Okay, Tony, why don't you take away this interview with Centennial's Harper Searle. We're joined now with Harper Searle's Centennial Senior. How are you doing today, Harper? Good. How are you guys? Oh, Good. We're doing great. You're a, you wear a Centennial, wears a Gemini jersey. Today's uh, segment is brought to us by Gemini. What a great uh, adversary you are for the Gemini jersey. Thank you. Tell me what, when, when you guys get the, when the new jersey rolls out, you guys get hyped up pretty well or... What's it like to wear that Gemini jersey with some of the other top teams in the state? Oh, they're awesome. All three of our jerseys are awesome. Um, we got new reds uh, last year. Is the red kind of the third? Uh, I would say our black's probably the third. Okay. Um, Wait, but I, I don't know if I've seen your black. See? Now we're going to play jersey. Does, does it have a C on it? It's a, it's like a circle uh, with like a C, and then it's got like the date that we started, and then it says Centennial Hockey. Oh, yeah. It's okay. like a, it's kind of like a. A candy cane, almost. It's got like some stripes. Oh, it's got. Oh, a, oh, oh. So okay. Isaac designed it then. It's stripe heavy. He's yeah. stripe guy. He's it's, the stripe. It's one of the jerseys. It's one of our older jerseys. Um. But. Oh, maybe I've seen it then. Maybe I, it, show me a picture after. Okay, I will. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so that's is that your favorite? It's the black favorite, the red favorite. No, I think my white our whites are our white favorite. with yeah. the C with the C and it's kind of got the carbon like, fiber. It has the carbon fiber on it. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, that's cool. my favorite jersey for yeah. sure. It's legit. And I don't know. We have centennial jersey. We have the white. We have the white. Okay. It's just getting it's just, re-sewn it's getting, with numbers. We're getting numbers put on it. Because it. it deserves to have numbers. Now, it, does it just me, but the, the, the little jagged edges on the seat, is that, are, that, are those claws? Are those cougar claws? Cougar claws. Did you know that? I did not know. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah, someone told me that yeah. once. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I never yeah, that. because if cool. you look at Calgary, it's flame. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. look at your oh, logo, yeah. it's cougar claw. Oh, I never caught that. Yeah, 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 that's the difference. We are teaching here. Yeah, no, yeah. Wow. wow. I love it. I love it. Segment. And hopefully, like, like, at least three dudes from your team just learned something, too. At least. Yeah. Maybe probably. more will listen. Who knows? I don't know if anyone knew that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk a little youth hockey. That's kind of my, my section of the questions, and we'll kind of roll through everybody else here. Uh, we were talking a little bit off the air of you had a double overtime region sh- uh, penalty shot. Yeah. Is that even possible? Like, what ref, and I love refs, but ref refs cause a penalty shot in double overtime. Generous. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that the purpose of keeping oh, the overtime yeah. going is to avoid shootouts? And he turned it into a shootout. What happened there? Yeah, I, like, caught a puck. I remember exactly, like, in the neutral zone and split the D and definitely got taken down. It was 100% a penalty. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, looking up and the ref put the X up, and <laughs> I was I was stunned. Um, where Where did you get taken down? Uh, like, or, no, like, that. like crease, like top of the crease. Okay. Oh, really? Top of the crease. I can start to get behind this. And I had gotten a shot off, like, but I was for sure taken down. And remember the ref given who our coach Fulton at the time was like, he asked him penalty shot or penalty. And he's like, you want, I'm like, for sure. So was there like a five minute delay for the explanation to the other coach? Well, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a while, <laughs> it always is. which made me more nervous. Yeah. I'm obviously. Standing there. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like the field goal kicker. Yeah. So did you end up scoring too? I did. Um, and who'd you who score? Uh, Wyzetta. We were playing Wyzetta. Uh, Willingman, who is yeah. one of my best buddies on my, on my Blades team. Um, Just a D1 player. So, you know, I love to have Blades practice in this, like, 
future, give it to him a little bit. Like, <laughs> you said like, you knew, you knew, you, you've scored on him many times. What is the go-to move to beat Will Engman? Oh, that's tough. He's a really good goalie. But I, I went forehand, backhand under the bar on him on on the on the breakaway or the oh. uh, penalty shot. So in practice, I always do that on him. And, and you don't see this for So no. then at this point, the team just like a, a tournament shootout, they just empty the bench and dive on you, right? Oh, I got dogpile on that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. So many good memories of youth hockey. Um, all right, uh, Danny, you want to shoot with a question? Well, let's talk about centennial history, right? So this year is the 20th yep. anniversary yeah. of the state ch- title team. Yep. You guys wear stars on the back of your we jerseys, yeah. too, to denote when you've made it to state, yep. you know, the state championship yep. team, too. You know, talk about that. Where were you last time centennial made it to state? I think I was a peewee. Um, and obviously we were all at the game, and that was a good team. They had, you know, McGregor was a really good player. Uh, Very good. Francis, and they had a few other pieces that obviously helped him beat St. Thomas and um, gave Minnetonka a good run. Um, you, but, uh, you just got a side eye from Danny there. Did you see that? What did, you just, did you pick up on him? No. He, he just gave you the side eye because you said they beat St. Thomas. They did beat St. Thomas. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a bad was game. Just, yeah. just brought that night. Yeah. There was a couple was of St. Thomas players that were just laying on the ice trying to stop shots that shouldn't yeah. be laying on the ice. No, probably not. No. <laughs> um, okay, so... Knowing that, you know, you look at Centennial right now, they have a new rink. Yep. It's the same rink, but yep. it's a new yeah, rink, yeah. right? Yep. And, and what's the difference? You know, you grew up with Olympic-size ice. It's yep. not Olympic-size ice anymore. Nope. And the lighting's different. Yeah, it's super bright in there. What's your favorite part about the new rink? I think, you know, like on a game day, it's it's a good size. Um, it's not overly big, but it's enough to, you know, give a good crowd. And um, we do get good student support, but... Like a lot of like the community comes out, so it's easy yeah. to pack it um, on any given night, which is probably my favorite part. It always felt like at the old rink that even when it was crowded, it was empty. Like it was, yeah, kind of, it, it, it was dead so far yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the stand, I mean, the fans were so far back from yeah. the, the rink. Yeah. It almost felt like there was a track, like a football like a track around the football field kind of thing. That's huge. Yeah, you, you couldn't touch the wall. It was like covered in soot, almost <laughs> too. Yeah. Remember that. Um, going back to the, the the old rink, um, do you remember going to games there, the high school games when you were little? Yeah, were little? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, definitely, you know, especially that like that state tournament team that played yeah. there. Um, I remember watching that team basically every game, and yeah, it was a good crowd. So when they redid the rink, did they redo the locker room? Yep. Did you, so, uh, so the boys' locker room stay the same, or did it get remodeled? It well? got remodeled. Um, okay. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's what's the best part about your locker room right now? Oh, uh, oh God. Did uh, you see Elk Rivers locker room video this week? No. They yeah. have an elk head in their locker really? room. In yes. the locker room. In their locker room. That's crazy. Yeah, right? Top five. We head now. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should. Let's bring wild game yeah. back. <laughs> no, it's, it's just a good space. Like, it's okay. nice in there. It's a good space. Okay. Um, it's all like new and renovated. And it's like sweet. glove dryers, or we do not have glove dryer now. Like a, a sauna, no, or anything no, fancy. No, like we did that. not have any of glove that. dryer. It's amazing what some of these locker rooms have, yeah. though. But the nice part is, like, we do have like like weight room, machine room, like all like right there, yeah, just for us. So That's anytime nice. you know, on site, on site, yeah. yeah. That is that is cool so about yeah. your nice. rink. Yeah, it's, it's right there. Yeah, and it's a rarity yeah. nowadays too. Yeah. Not many are that close. And we have access to that all the time. So It's like a safe space. We guys yeah. can go hang out yeah. and shoot. And yeah. 
just get better. Yeah. Do you think really that cool. brings more students to your game just because it's connected to the school like For that? For sure. It's on campus, and, I mean, students have to drive five, ten minutes to go to the games, and um, it's super easy. Where you it's see familiar, some, too. Exactly. Like yeah. For yeah. Some you walk kids, by it every day. Yeah, so some kids, you know, if you were going to go to a game, like, I don't even where I'm not used to well, going to an ice hockey We were just talking game. about Totino. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Totino's a good example. They play in Brooklyn Center Park. Park. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like it's in the. It's nowhere near. It's half not the campus. Students. No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Totally so agree. it's in. Uh, it's nice that for sure. it's so close. For sure. Carl, you got a question from Duluth for Harper. Now let's talk a little bit about this season. So you know, I, I wrote in the wake rankings this week that. Satya's really off this quietly pretty good start. You beat Matamidi, beat an Eastview team that beat St. Thomas, rolled over Totino, kind of like tie in there, eh. But uh, tell me a little bit about this team this year and what makes you good. I think, you know, um, early early on we've gotten off to a really good start. Um, And I think it's it's tough because we we don't return a ton um, off our team last year. And we don't have, honestly, we don't have a line combination that stuck as last year. We don't have a duel that played together last year. So sure. I think for these, for these first four games, it's been, you know, who plays well with who, who sticks together. Um, luckily both our goalies have come back and, um, they're both good. We've gotten really good goaltending, um, all four games and, you know, our decor has been solid, which helps. So, um, I think coming up, we have Hermantown, Duluth East, Wyzetta and St. Thomas all before Christmas. Um, so I think that'll be a good test to see. That'll be a good test to see where we're at. Um, but, no, it's been a, a really good start to the season for us. So you guys played Eastview, and, and Coach Fulton yep. was your coach in Bantams. those Bantam teams, yep. and now you're coaching against them. Yep. Uh, obviously, the word weird has to come yeah. up, but what was it like after the game, shaking hands, all you guys who played together and played for them were now playing against them? I bet it was a fun reunion it is fun it's obviously better to be on the side that you know you beat them yeah, but, but you're <laughs> smiling in the handshake line. oh for sure um and we had texted you know prior to the game like we had texted just a bunch of stuff and um it's always good to see them um, yeah but it, it was fun and um after the game you know obviously gave it to him a little bit but then caught up and just it's a it's a good experience so yeah he's uh talk a little bit about his coaching style i mean i i've gotten to know him i know him from the outside watching games yeah. and obviously he's interviewed with us but what's it like to play for for coach Fulton he's been one of my favorite coaches I played for um he knows the game really well and he's demanding but in a understanding way um he you know expects a lot of you he he's a very good hockey mind um and he wins I mean everywhere he goes he he wins so um, yeah, I, I expect nothing less at easy yeah. for him as yeah. well um any more questions from the from Carl, the peanut gallery? Follow question. Yeah, just about section five AA this season too. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of an interesting place where you got Maple Grove, no loss a ton, but they've been the big dog for the past few years. Got uh, Rogers certainly on the rise, a lot of talent there. Got Coon Rapids in the section again now. Yeah. So what are you looking at when you consider this section? I think you know obviously people can say Rogers is for sure the top dog this year. Um, and I think that's fair to say. Yeah, too. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, they return a lot, and they're going to be good. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously last year it slipped away from us in that section semifinal, up yep. 4-2. Um, blew it, but um, I think, you know, after these next four games, it will kind of tell us, you know, where we really stand within the section and um, what we can accomplish later in the year. Um, I think, you know, we split with Middle Grove last year. I think we can give them a good game this year, and I along with all so. the other teams in the um, section. 
um, you know, I guess we'll see what we do with Rodgers. But do you guys have? I, I, it used to be Blaine used to be the big yeah. rival. Does that remain the big rival, or do you think you got more hockey rivals like Maple Grove and Andover? Andover. I think you know when we play Blaine, it's always like a you want to beat them because it's Blaine. Sure. Um, but I think as a as an actual game, I think when we're playing Andover and Maple Grove, it's really like a you know hockey rival. Hockey yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, where the, you have the school rival with with Blaine. Exactly. Yeah, and just like the. Every other sport, um, and it's just kind of like that mindset of Blaine Centennial. You don't care for him, um, but I think more of a hockey rivalry of the other couple of teams. I agree. Yeah. Um, go back to Rogers. Yeah. You know they 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 are the, obviously the team to beat. Um, do you do you guys as as players know that, that that it is really hard to bust through and to make it to state for the first time? Do you think that's kind of entering into their equation a little bit, or do they? You don't think they care, or do you even think about that? Do you too? think about stuff like that? Going back to history, yeah, yeah. I think it's tough to say. I mean, I think they it probably creeps in a little bit, yeah. um, but I think they probably know that they're good. Yeah, um, they should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think as of right now, I mean, until someone like a team that maybe they don't think would beat them, maybe knocks them off, they probably have that little mindset, which can also help other teams. Um, so. I guess we'll see. Tell me a little bit about your junior hockey path. Yeah. I know you have a, a great, bright future in hockey coming up. Uh, you played a little bit this fall. Yeah. And what, what do you plan on doing after the season and next year? I'm not sure exactly after the season. Um, this fall was a great experience for me. I'm going out to play for Wilderness. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and it was, Did you have a billet family? Funny situation. So <laughs> I, did not, I did not have a billet family. Um, so would you stay in a hotel? So my... My godparents actually have a cabin about 25 minutes away from <laughs> from Cloquet. Oh, this is good. This is good. <laughs> this Keep is going. Fun. So right. I actually stayed there. Alone? No mom, no dad? Yeah, some nights it was Wait, like, wait. <laughs> okay. Do you know how to cook? Enough. I, right. I, I, enough. But What's it, enough? <laughs> Frozen like food? boil water? Red sauce in a, a pan? A lot of... Rice and you know, like, but it was nice. I only live an hour and a half from where the cabin was, so like, sure. My dad obviously helped a ton because, like, I would go home a lot of Sundays, so because yeah. only only a little an hour, so a lot of like meal prep, just throw some stuff in the fridge, always heat it up. Um, and I was I wasn't home till five o'clock, so only child siblings. I was younger brother who's actually okay. on the team. Okay, okay, Callan. Yep, Callan. Yes, he's a D though, right? He's a defenseman. Yeah, and he's eating high on the hog this fall. What's that? He's eating high oh, on the yeah, hog. He's, yeah. Got, yeah. he's got it he's all. He's like yeah. steak dinners every night yeah. now. <laughs> None of yeah. this meal You're like, wow. Yeah. yeah. So how long were you there? Like, so like probably September 1st? Till I like got November there, 1st? I think, August August 23rd, Yeah. Some, somewhere around there. And then I was there until the, thir- the 12th. The 12th was my last oh, day. November. Yeah. Okay. So. How was it? How was the null? What, what kind of the, the brand of hockey? It's Is it different? Is it about the same or... It's it's good hockey. Um, it's it's fast. It's it's physical. It's very physical. Um, but it was just good for me to get around, you know, what the actual junior experience is, and just get around different guys and kind of sure. live through that a little bit before the season started. So yeah, great experience for yeah. you. You know, playing against O threes and O fours yeah. that are much older. Yeah. You know, it, it's weird for you. You're an O five. There yeah. are guys that are O five like William Whitelaw. Yeah. Who you grew up playing with yeah. now playing at Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, that was crazy. Right. That's yeah. Weird. It's crazy. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's and, crazy. And, and, crazy. And, like, and, and you feel like there's probably parties like, hey, I got to get in a hurry. I get to play college. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm as good as those guys. But you're also taking the route of, hey, take my time. Yeah. I'm going to you know, wait, wait yep. through this, develop, get better. You have the skill. There's no yep. question about the skill. Yeah. It's just yeah. taking your time and, and getting there. Yeah. Is that the family thought or are you and your advisor? Is that I, what you're kind of thinking in your development process? I just want to make sure like when I do get to that college phase, it's at – where I'm at the best, you know what I mean? And right. I don't want to rush anything. And um, and I know, like, I've kind of came to accept that, you know, it might be a little further out, but that's okay if it means I'm in the best spot possible going yep. into that college experience. So. Yeah, yeah exactly. well, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. It actually found, sounds educated. Are you educated <laughs> on high school hockey, though? I think so. I think you I are, think too. So. We're going to do pick'ems. You want to stick around and do pick'ems with us? Yeah. Before we do that, uh, Danny, you want to read out some other games that didn't make the pick'ems? A lot of other games, well, maybe – Bounce to Carl, but I saw Matamidi, St. Thomas, Cretan White Bear, Benilde Stillwater. Did you see anything else, Carl, that jumped? Uh, it's a big week for Andover. We've got Benilde, yeah. Rogers, and Wyzetta, so we'll learn a lot, a lot about them. That was one of the things that jumped at me this week. Don't we have Holy Family versus... Uh, Duluth East. Duluth East. East. Okay. okay. You know, it'll be good for Holy Family. That's good. Yeah, it'll be a test for them. Yeah. They are. Yeah. yeah, I think we know who Holy Family is. Yeah. I think they could be the second best team in that section. I think so. They definitely could be. Um, okay. Well, yeah, that's all I got so far. So, all right. Why don't we go some picks? All, all right. right. Let's do some pickums. Uh, we'll start off with uh, the Legion, also known as Rozo, taking on Moorhead. So, the Legion of Doom, remember, was <laughs> Seattle, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. They're the Legion of Bust. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Every time we want Rozo to win, because we, the we state want, wants Rozo. Yeah. The state tournament right? wants, wants to Rozo. Rozo. They just. Bust. They let us yeah. down. They, they bust us down. us. But I know because I've done this long enough. Rozo always wins the first matchup, and they'll win this one too. They'll right. beat Morehead. Morehead got off to a slow start. Uh, I'll take Rozo in this one. Carl, you you gonna follow me on that one? Yeah. Well, first, I need to provide an update on last week, and Harper should know this going in that uh, both Tanny, Tony, Tony and well, Danny, Tanny, Tanny, it's a combo, Tanny and Tony. <laughs> Danny and Tony put up goose eggs last week. They did not get one pick Oof. right. I don't like that. That was don't, a bad update for Tanny. At all. Tanny, Tanny <laughs> did not need to know that update. Tony is not happy either. <laughs> Tanny is upset. Oh, all right. Go ahead, Carl, Mr. So, Genius. So hearing that you know, Tony has picked Rozo, I've got to go with Moorhead. All right. Uh Danny. <laughs> Danny will go next. Um, okay, so Harper, I'm going to paint a little picture with these right. games. So they play twice a year. Okay. okay. Right. Did you know they play at 6 o'clock both times? I did not know that. No. Yeah, because they got to travel. Two hours oh, yeah. away. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So this one's down at the Spud Center. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rozo tends to take the one at the Spud Center. I'm going to go there. I'm going you're, you're Rozo. Buying with me? I'm buying Rozo. All right. Let's go, oh Ernest. You're going to go with the Ophers? You're going to go with the genius in Duluth? Yeah, the genius that can't even pronounce names. Yeah. I think, you know, Rozo's got good players, no Ernest. Um, but I did see Moorhead play against Rodgers, um, and they played. I think they got to get their first win soon, so I'm going to go Moorhead. All right. I like I like it. Do you like Weigel and Nett? Yeah. yeah it's he, fun. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's fun to watch him. Yeah, he's all over the place. Yes, he is. All right, next game is uh, Carl's turn to pick Wyzetta and Hill Murray. What's your favorite teams? 
I already know he's going to pick. I okay, got, so why is that a... I'm going to keep him though. Yeah, he hits like his favorite, second favorite team. So he had his yeah. favorite team against his second favorite team yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Danny versus Wyzetta. Are you going against Wyzetta? Uh, I just, until Hill Murray plays three periods of hockey, I cannot go against uh, Wyzetta. All right. You're up, boss. Oh, that's tough. I'll go Wyzetta, too. Oh, we're going to gooch him. Yeah. Who do you, who do you like on Wyzetta? Um... They got the Clark kid. Um, Carson Clark is a beast. Yeah, he's going to be a really good addition for them. Uh, the wall, like the wall and kid, the, they just got a lot of good pieces that you know help them win hockey games. Like yeah. they're just a really rounded out good team. Yeah, there uh, no one piece is a Jackson Nevers. Yeah, let's say. Yeah, but every piece. Yeah. is it's a good. first line yeah. player yeah. at any exactly. other school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. They're very high end. Very yeah. fast. I remember when these kids were Bantams, they were really good. Yeah. They won the state. A lot of them won a state championship yeah. uh, at Wyzetta that year. Um, I'm going Wyzetta as well. Uh, sure. I don't see the, this train slowing down until they maybe get to Pagel. And that be, won't be till January. I bet you they go undefeated. I think so. I think they'll go undefeated till they run into either play Minnetonka. Yeah. You know, then who knows what happens there. Yeah. All right, game three, Chanhassen. Uh, they'll go to Tonka this year. Yep. And can, will anybody, can we just get this on the table? Does anybody feel gutsy enough? Three to and a half? Chad I, I think the line is three and a half. You have it at three and a half? Three and a half. Mm, I think it's at five and a half. You, you, Danny Sheridan line says five and a half. I, easily going. So we're all going. Tonka. We're all going Tonka. You're I'm gonna going to go get Tonka? No, I'm going Tonka. Carl? I'm not that bold. You're not that bold. So we're all going Tonka. Do you guys have to lose to Tonka this year? No. You don't play no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice how I phrased yeah, that no, one? No, we do not. We do not. Oh, no. That's a good question. Yeah. All right. I think this is Harper's turn. We're sticking to uh, your side of town, yep. White Bear Lake. We'll have Coach Anderson in here shortly. Or maybe we've already met with him on according to the chronology of the show. Yeah, chronology um, we've already met. Yeah, we've already met. It was an amazing interview. <laughs> um, White Bear Lake, Stillwater. Ooh. This is a tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one. White Bear um, Lake took one on the chin to Rosemount. Yeah. Um, nope. They'll play twice. Okay. This is, again, weird fun fact about this game. There's two games going at the St. Croix Valley Rec Center on Tuesday. Okay. This is a 5 o'clock start. Weird. Who yeah. does Mott play? <laughs> Who's mop play? Or maybe it's the girls. It's girls. It's girls. Okay. It's girls. Okay. Ooh, I like that even better. Yeah. Chris Anderson is here, so he he's going to watch. It was a great interview we had with him. <laughs> he's he's looming over us as we make this pick. All right. Yeah. So no pressure. The head coach for White Bear is it's over your shoulder. Literally behind you. With a beer bottle in his hand. So <laughs> we didn't say pick, that. <laughs> if you didn't pick White Bear here, something could happen. I think uh, Stillwater gave uh, Maple Grove a good game. Um, four two, four yeah. two. Um, but I do. White Bears got some good players. Um, Rhodes a really good player. Um, I like the guys I have, so I'll go with White Bear. We agree. I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to go White Bear as well. Okay. 
I'm waiting. All that hype he gave on Stillwater at the start of the season, Tony. Hmm. Well, you had him like 39th in the state. You know, I just felt that they had a lot of <laughs> they more. They were one step above two rivers. Yeah, it was like two rivers. It was like Stillwater, two rivers, Jefferson. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. Be kind. You know, I think they're a good team. I, I'm, I still think since I have zero right, I have to go with my head here and not my heart. I'm going White Bear. How about you, old man? Well, I'm, you know, safely re- removed from Coach Anderson. You know, you can't hit me with a beer bottle through the <laughs> Zoom screen, so I can pick Stillwater. All right. This is making up for having him rank super low. I pick White Bear Lake. I'm solid with that pick. Yeah. I, I'm not wavering. <laughs> not wavering. Okay, so we have three White Bears in the room. Yes. And then we get to the last game. Does this game, you guys go up to Hermantown? We do. Yeah, right. up to we the do. Banner I remember going. it was at, I knew it was at Centennial last year. Yeah. Wonderful game that was. Yeah. Um, what do you remember about the game last year? It was it was a super good game. Back and forth. Um we were up I think we were up three one. Yeah. Um and then they scored like with like maybe six minutes left and three two and I mean we were eight seconds away from winning. Um and then they ended up scoring like a just a rebound out front with like eight seconds left. Um was three three in overtime. Overtime had a lot of good chances. I remember I hit the post in overtime. Um, they had a lot of good Did you chances. Sleep that night? No, no, <laughs> no, no. I mean, it sucks not you know being eight seconds away from being Hermantown and not. But yeah, you know, I think we have a good chance of doing it again this year. So all right, I I do too, yeah. especially based on your early season yeah. performance. It's fantastic. Yeah. Sorry. So I'm gonna go. I think. Uh, last year was an aberration. I, I don't think you'll get that close to these guys this year. I think they're going to blow you guys out right. in their home barn. Right. No, I don't, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll, I'll say I'm going to go Hermantown 3-1. Okay. I'm going to go Hermantown. Carl's big Hermantown guy. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the number one team in Class A. Got to pick them. No, they're not. They're number two. Number two. Number one in your heart. Number one in your heart. <laughs> What are you going with? Hermantown? All right. Danny? You know, hawks fly. They do. Cougars are landing. And those animals. banners are everywhere. I'm not Sword. even sure you're going to see see your line. You might not even know what, how much time is left in the game. You'll never yeah. know how much time is left. <laughs> Just looking through. like you won't, uh, Hey, you won't see your dad on the other side no. in the crowd. No, but I guarantee. Your dad will probably be doing this. He'll be doing that. <laughs> Move your feet. Move your feet. Shoot, shoot. He'll shoot be more. so cold standing in these metal bleachers oh, yeah. <laughs> with so no sight lines. Yeah. It's are a cold you, ring. It's a cold ring. It's a good one though. They'll turn the lights down pregame. They'll get you amped yeah. up. You go to Hermantown too? Uh, probably not. What? Oh, Hermantown? Yeah, yeah I'll okay. go Hermantown. Yeah, too. I, I like, thought you meant wow. like going up to Hermantown. No, I was like, no. I don't think that's happening. I will not be there. <laughs> okay, Harper. Harper, we taking? Nobody has ever picked against their team. Yeah. You could you could fire your squad up though. Pick against <laughs> yeah. them. Just think about it. Get you could be on going the bulletin board, bulletin board yeah. and then you win and go, new yeah. New locker room, new bulletin right? board. So it's like, yeah, that is true, but no. Good way. I'm sticking with Centennial. All right, uh, going with Centennial. I, mean, well, I, I thought you were going to get them all right. Now you're going to get <laughs> one wrong for sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. like, we we got some right last week. Yeah. <laughs> we got a whole bunch right last week. Tanny, Tanny did well. <laughs> did quite well. 
Well, thanks for being on the yeah, show. We Thank enjoyed you guys. having you. It's been great watching you as a youth all the way growing up, and uh, good luck to you in the future. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. So we had Harper Searles, Chris Anderson, Danny, Carl, myself. Thanks for joining us. Great show. Thanks, Kayla, for producing the show 24 hours late. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire